Welcome to the Pelvic Power Podcast. I'm your host, Penny Peterson. If you live with pelvic pain, you have landed in the exact right space you need to be in. I'm a yoga teacher that helps people get out of their head and into their body through yoga and holistic living so that they can take back their power as well as harness their own inner power to make a change in their life. Here you will learn from myself, other pelvic power experts and advocates on how you can support yourself on your journey and make the journey so much easier. Welcome. Welcome back to the Pelvic Power Podcast. I am so happy that you are here today. So, unfiltered, that's what we're going for. This is the third time that I'm trying to record this podcast episode because I'm on the cusp of my period and I have a lot of thoughts that like to creep in a couple of days before my period and these thoughts suck. They absolutely fucking suck. And this episode that I'm bringing to you today, it's a very vulnerable episode for me, but I feel like it's important to talk about. I want to talk about it, but as I'm going to talk about it, I feel like I could have chosen a better time in my cycle to talk about it. But here we are. So it's just going to be raw today. I'm going to tell you what I go through with my body right before my period and how I ended up there and also what I do to support myself and why I talk about the body so much in my classes. So as I was saying, I'm on the cusp of my period and I often get comments and messages saying that I'm always so positive and I'm always so happy. And yes, I choose to be happy. I want to feel good in life. I want to feel good in life. Right now, I'm not feeling that good. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not feeling that good right now. Right before, my fear, right before my period, I don't feel good. I have a lot of ghosts that come into my head, into my mind, and they're not fun. But also, this is something that is part of my life, and I'm very open and very, I'm very open about what I go through in my life. And it's funny how I can talk about my vulvar pain and my pelvic pain, I can talk about tearing, and all of my most intimate things when it comes to my body, when I, but when it comes to talking about something that is going on in my head, that's where I feel even more vulnerable. So right now, I'm drinking a tea called Demon Slayer. Yes. These are the small things that I do for myself when I'm not feeling like my best self. The small things that I do for myself. Yesterday, I went to see my therapist and I was talking about things that makes me feel good, make me feel good. A good, I really like I really like the smell of the earth when, you know, the summer is about to come out. You feel the rain, the smell of the earth. Oh, it's just amazing. And we were saying, how can I invite that smell into my house to just feel that sense of support from the earth? So I went and got some plants. I got some eucalyptus that hang in my shower just to support myself in the small ways that I can. So right now I am drinking a tea named Demon Slayer because this is what I need on a date like this. So, we're going to step it back a couple years, almost 20 fucking years. Is that right? Is that how old I am? Yep, <laughs> almost 20 years. We're taking it back to the little baby Pernilla. So, when I was younger, I was a dancer. And when I started high school, I started dancing school. So, I was about 15 when I started, 15, 16. And I loved dancing. 
that this environment, that environment can be very, very damaging to someone. And I remember when I started high school, we had a conversation with our teacher and she said to us, smoking's really bad for you, but if you smoke, you won't gain weight as easily. How many do you think started smoking after that? I can't remember how many started smoking, to be honest. I was just too focused on myself and what that did to my mental health and to my overall health. So, of course, I started smoking. I smoke about a pack a day almost. And I did that for a couple of years. It made me really, really sick. So, I stopped. But <laughs> now I wouldn't touch a cigarette for the life of me. Never. So, that was one situation in dance school. So, if you smoke... It's not good for you, but you won't gain weight as easily. Yay. What a great adult you are, dude. And a couple of years later, like I'm still in, in high school. It might have been a year or two. I'm standing in the dance room. It's a big, big room with lots of mirrors. So we spend a lot of time in front of mirrors. You're always like, you know, comparing yourself to others, looking at yourself and what was going on. So I'm in this room, the same teacher's in this room. She's standing on one side of the room. I'm walking out. I'm about to walk out of the room on the other side of the room. And she yells to me in front of everyone. Hey, Penny, go eat something. You're too skinny. And thoughts, like, <laughs> I'm at loss for words. What that did to me when I was at that age. It was very confusing about what was going on. I was supposed to take care of my body. But to me, like, that is fucking damaging. That is damaging someone. Until this day, I, I, don't, I, I don't like when someone comments on my body. Whether they perceive it to be as a nice thing to say. Like, I still have this. Have that until this day. And I feel like you shouldn't comment on another person's body. This is something that I'm very, very close this is very close to my heart so just side note even if you think that you are saying something nice to someone because you are going for being you want to be skinny if you say to someone oh you're looking you're looking too skinny you have no idea what's going on in their head you have no idea what's going on in their in their head I was actually talking to one of my best friends about this this weekend and she was saying you should say you look so happy if you want to give someone a compliment don't comment on their body you look happy Yes. So that's how it all started. After that, I I struggle with my body a lot. I struggle with my body a lot. And this is something that I have been working on since that time. And I've gotten so much better. I have ha I've had I I am having such a great relationship with my body now compared to when I had back in the day. The work that I've been doing, it's hard. But I've been doing the work because I want to feel good in my body. But the thing is, right before my period, these all old thoughts, old ghosts, they keep crawling back in. And it's fucking hard. It's fucking hard. So today I'm talking about body dysmorphia, body awareness, and also what I like to do to support myself in this. So we're in for a ride. We're in for a ride. Let's see if I can even get my words out today because, you know, a little bit of a struggle here. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> So, something that has really helped me on my journey, it's because I started practicing yoga. 
And I've always been a very active person. But the thing is, when I work out, sometimes I get too stuck in my head. Like when I go to the gym or yeah, when I go to the gym and I try to work out, I get too stuck in my head about, oh, I'm not strong enough. I don't look strong enough. With yoga, it's a different sense for me because I get to feel into my body. I get to bring that body awareness into me. I get to connect more with my body. According to me, these are my thoughts, how I feel about working out. So that's what I really, really like about yoga. So the first thing is the breath. People are probably like, why are you talking so much about the breath? To me, the breath is just more, it's more than just bringing in oxygen. How amazing is it that your body, you can actually, if you're lying still right now and you're just focusing on breathing into your pelvis, by the way, your breath is amazing for your pelvic pain. If you are not consciously, consciously practicing breathing into your pelvis, breathing into your pelvic floor, finding those beautiful diaphragmatic breaths, start doing that now. It's going to help you really get to know your body better and help to ease your pain. So if you're lying on your bed right now and you just focus on your breath, how amazing is it that you can actually feel things moving in your breath without you actually moving your body? Like to me, that's just like when I feel that, when I get into that state, I'm like, my body is fucking amazing. Like, that's how I feel when I really get those beautiful, beautiful breaths, when I feel that breath throughout my body. I actually taught a class, I think it was last week or the week before that, we did legs up the wall in class. And I'm lying there, we have our hands onto our belly, lower abdomen, and we're breathing into the pelvis. And I just get this image of how the fuck can I hate on this body? Like the problems that I have in my head, they're so small, but yet they feel so significant to me, especially in a state where I am at today. But they're so small compared to how amazing my body is. My soul chose to be in this body for whatever reason. And I know that this is something that many of us are thinking, like, why was I put in this body? Why was I put in this body when I live with chronic pain? Why was I putting it in this body when I when I live with lichen sclerosis, which, which fucking sucks? But then when I start to think about that, like how amazing is it that my soul cho- chose to be in this body? And I have a hard time believing that there's not a reason for that. I have a really hard time believing that there's not a reason for that. <sighs> oh, I'm getting a little bit emotional. We're going to drink a little tea. So first off, the breath. The breath really, really helps me to really get a sense of I am so much more than just my thoughts. I'm so much more than just my ghosts playing around in my head. And the second thing is that I often demonstrate this in class. I often invite my students to place their hands on certain parts of their body to really feel the breath. That could be the rib cage, the belly. Maybe I invite my students, especially in my pelvic health yoga classes, to place their hands onto the lower abdomen and maybe the hands are touching the pubic bone a little bit, the pubic symphysis, and just breathing into those hands, using the hands as feedback. Because then you can also, I almost spoke a little Swedish to you there, also feel the breath moving under your hands. And this, this just makes it more... The feeling is stronger. You're realizing how amazing your body is. Your belly is moving. 
with the breath, like just letting the belly be, letting the belly breathe, feeling to your body. How amazing is your pubic bone? Like if you're actually touching your pubic bone, if you're holding your hands there and just breathing into it. Like we're not aware of what our body, how amazing it is built. And as I was saying, like often I teach this in my classes and it's specifically doing one pose that I think of supported fish pose. I used to hate this pose. And when I did my, I think it was my yin training, I, we did that, uh, the, did that pose. And I was like, oh my God, like I've, I haven't had the best relationship with that pose if you've done it before. But also I was taught it in a way not to use your props properly. And she also taught it with us placing our hands onto the lower part of our rib cage. And I also did my floor, pelvic floor yoga teacher training through this lady. And I was, I was breathing into my diaphragm. Your diaphragm is located under your lower six ribs, breathing in, feeling that expansion of your diaphragm. So that your, your diaphragm, your rib cage is moving in towards your hands, really feeling that movement. And we were lying there and just breathing. And I just said, I feel so pretty in this pose. And everyone started laughing. And like, I get why they started laughing because it's me. And that sounds really weird. But I just felt so pretty lying in that pose and just feeling my breath. I don't know why. It's, it's, it's a weird feeling to describe it. But as when you start to dive into your body and really get to know your body like that, you start to find another sense of appreciation for your body. And if you've ever <laughs> been to one of my yoga classes in real life, if I'm teaching a, a big class, it's a big class, there's a lot of people, and I might be walking around verbally teaching people, I often have my hands onto my belly, because I like to, this is a reminder for me, as I'm focusing on other people, I just place my hands onto my belly. A reminder to me to not fucking suck it in. And that brings me on to the next point. But sucking in the belly. Because this is something that I was taught, again, in dancing school, that also kind of distorted. I don't even know if that's a word. You know what word I'm going for. I don't know how to say it. But we created an image of me that I always have to suck my belly in to feel like accepted. So I always place my hands on my belly if I'm walking around and I'm just like reminding myself to let my belly go and also breathe into my belly because my belly is beautiful and I need to remind myself of that. That's one thing that I do, just a little tip of what you can do whenever you're doing. Sometimes <laughs> when I'm, yeah, when I'm at work and I'm just like holding my hands onto my belly, if I'm standing somewhere, people are just like, Earl, are you on your period? I'm like, no. You know, I just, I, I just like to breathe and I like to appreciate my body. I try to appreciate my body. So that's what we're doing. <laughs> and that brings me on to the next point. As I was saying, being aware of when you are maybe sucking your belly in. Because this is one of the things that I have been struggling with. And many of us are taught to suck the belly in. Poke your chest out. Suck the belly in. You need to look like a certain way. And oh, it's so boring. It's so boring. <laughs> I'm just going to come out and say it. It's boring. But if you are doing certain yoga poses, if you are practicing yoga and you are also, if especially if you are doing yoga for your pelvic pain, start to pay attention to if you're sucking your belly in in certain poses, if you're holding on to tension there. So if you like to do a more advanced pose, for example, pigeon pose, are you sucking your belly in? 
Or can you breathe into your belly, breathe into your pelvis? Because you're trying to open up the pelvis. And if you are sucking your belly in, you're kind of doing the opposite. You're putting pressure onto the pelvis and you can't breathe properly. And then you're not helping your body. You're not supporting your body in the best way that you possibly can, that you could do. So just being aware of if you're doing a seated forward fold, are you sucking your belly in for what reason? Just start to bring those little things of awareness in. Why are you sucking your belly in? Start to poke around a little bit. Start to do a little digging. What's going on in your head? What's going on in your brain? Why are you doing these things? And also, when you're doing seated postures, if you're just hanging out somewhere, maybe place a hand onto your belly. If I'm doing a seated forward fold, maybe the week before my period, a couple of days before my period, I'm not liking my body as much. If I'm doing a seated forward fold, and I'm feeling myself really sucking it in. Maybe like release it a little bit. Maybe place a hand onto the belly because you can find support from the other hand or the other arm. Close down the eyes. And as you are focusing on not sucking your belly in, also pay attention to all the little things. Here comes the really big part of my yoga personality. And <laughs> also pay attention to the little small things. As you are sucking something else in, what's going on with your shoulders, with your jaw, with your tongue, with your forehead? Are you creating tension anywhere else as well that might be impacting your pelvic pain, your pelvic floor, your pelvic pain? So those are some things that really help me. I'm probably going to think of more things. There might be more episodes like this in the future because this is something that is very close to my heart. And I often say that in yoga class, let your belly be, let your belly breathe. And to me, that is so important. And also in my real life classes, when we're doing online classes, I can't really see people if they don't choose to have their camera on because I want everyone to feel comfortable. And especially if you're doing pelvic floor yoga, because you might want to do yoga naked. And I'm totally fine with that. I'm all here for it. But if I'm doing a yoga class in real life, I know the things that I struggle with within my mind sometimes. And oftentimes I see people, I don't know what's going on in their head. Never. Like I would never understand what's going on in their head. But I see themselves looking at themselves in the mirror. And maybe they're like touching a certain part or maybe they're pulling their clothes in a certain way. And I often invite them to close down their eyes. If they are noticing that they are saying not so nice things about themselves in the mirror, whatever that may be, close down your eyes. And the same thing goes without a mirror. For me, when I do my own practice in my yoga room at home, I don't have a mirror. But sometimes I close down the eyes just to really bring myself into my body and not focus on how the body is looking on the outside and what I might not be happy with or what I might be zooming in on. So that's just another little tip that you can do as well. So my next question for you is, what are you working on this week? What are you working on right now? I think that I am working on, this is also something that I came came up with with my therapist yesterday. It hasn't really hit me. It hasn't really hit me that I should actively be doing this. I need to be more, more, so much more compassion, so much more kindness to myself right before my period. Like I need to have so much more compassion for myself. And I feel like I get often stressed about things that, that I can't control. And especially when it comes to, comes to my, my cycle. (laughs) 
I can't control that I'm going through these phases. What I can control is how I'm supporting myself throughout those phases and how do I want to feel throughout those phases. And especially running my online business because they always say that, oh, consistency is key. Yes, it is one of the keys. But also for me, focusing on myself and my well-being, it helps me in every aspect of my life. So I feel like I need to practice more compassion towards myself right before my period. And that's what I'm working on right now. So for those of you who've been around for a while, you can probably tell on my stories when I am right before my period because I become an introvert. I'm such an extrovert, but right before my period, I don't, eh, eh, <laughs> I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want to do anything. And I feel like I need to give myself more compassion in that and just support myself and go buy plants and candles and drink more tea and do things that brings me joy, makes me feel happy. So what are you working on right now? I would love to know if you want to send me a DM and I would love to know what you thought of this episode. This was very vulnerable for me to record and I hope that this came to you in a place when you needed it and what you want to feel. I would love to hear what you got out of it and what you resonated with. And if you are going through these thoughts about your body, know that you're not alone. I have a lot of students that reached out to me and they're like, oh my God, when you say like, let your belly be, it's a lovely belly. It's so hard. Like I can't do that. It is fucking hard. It is so hard. And I'm still working on it. I'm not this picture perfect yoga teacher. <laughs> I'm still working on it. And we're working on it together. That's what we're doing. It's a work in progress and that's okay. So just really be kind to yourself. Be kind to your beautiful body because your body is amazing. And if you support your body, your body's going to support you right back. And just really tune into what your your pelvis needs. What, it, what does it need right now today? Um, yeah, what does it need right now today? <laughs> Have a lovely rest of your day and I will see you next week for our next episode. 